0: Welcome to the Ted and Brad Hoffa Day podcast, and I can't believe it, but it's already October. October is already here, and but uh, is this your favorite month? No. And we're going to talk about that. That's the discussion we're going to talk Now, uh. as a kid, as a kid, it was. Okay. Welcome to the Huffa Day podcast here. I'm Ted. That is Brad right there. Ready? And uh, Huffaday. Huffaday. It's kind of, a, uh, kind of a reflection back to when Brad was uh, serving in radio on the island of Guam.
1: Serving. Uh, having more fun than serving. Was yes. it
0: really? Well, serving oh, yeah. can be fun, though. Well, yeah,
1: I guess it can be. I mean, if you do a four-hour shift on the radio, and then since you're on an island 6,000 miles away from nowhere, you kind of just go to the beach. Yeah. yeah.
0: I guess so. So what would you do on the beach most days there in Guam? Oh,
1: you play volleyball. you surf. You would uh, skimboard. You would just kind of lay out and just relax. That's basically all you can really do. Fish if you really wanted to on the other side of the island. Uh, go, you know... Just hang. That's basically Where, what you do. You know,
0: most people think that. they Well, it's true. Hawaii and places like that are super, super expensive because they have to bring in everything. Mm-hmm. Is that how it was on Guam? Oh yeah,
1: back when you guys were paying like a buck ten back in the '90s, we were paying four bucks a gallon for gas. It was three bucks a gallon for um, for a gallon of milk. And you couldn't get a steak for under like twenty bucks,
0: Wow, yeah, it was pretty hardcore. What was most what was the biggest industry on the island of Guam? Ah uh, tourism, okay.
1: yeah, it was tourism. I meant they brought in I meant just scads of of Japanese and Taiwanese and Chinese. I mean they just overran the place into mon into mooning and things like that. and in fact, uh, I was in a magazine uh for uh Japanese uh, tourism, you know. So they had these little uh, Japanese girls, they were probably 20, 21, and and I was at the radio station talking, and and so they're just like, "Ah."
0: (laughs) was, Was because of that, because it was such a a, a draw from um, the Far East like that, was there Japanese, Chinese, Taiwanese—was that the language? Was language spoken much over there? No, or? no,
1: it's it's Guamanian, and 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 it, the the natives speak Guamanian or Chamorro—that's the actual language—and then American. I mean, there's a lot of Americans on there. There's because of the military. Uh, yeah, because there's like four bases over there. I mean, that's where the B1 stop by and you know battleships and stuff yeah. like that. So. Well, the
0: reason we call this tell this this podcast, the Huff a Day podcast, is that's a typical daily greeting. They would say it's like we would say hey, what's up? They say half hey, a day. Huff a day. So, there we go. All right, chasing the rabbit, we do this every every month, Brad, yep. and I, we pick a current topic and uh, and we just kind of talk about it for a few minutes here. And the current topic who I'll be so glad when this topic is over, but COVID is still a thing. It's still, Now, it's becoming less and less publicized. I think people are tired of it and over it and yes. things, but it's still there. When do you think that this COVID, all talk of COVID and everything, will be gone?
1: Uh, th- talk of COVID? Um, f- f- hoping or reality?
0: Reality. Reality. Um, I mean, hoping, you and I would think it'd be yesterday. It'd be over with.
1: I have to say, gosh, I, I hope to hear this not after December. I mean. I told, I told Beth this the other day. I said, uh, you know, I do not want to see Santa in a mask.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't want to see Santa in a mask.
0: Right. I don't want to see it. Right. Yeah, I, th- I honestly think, and I'm not going to go political uh, on us here today, but I honestly believe after the election next month oh yeah, that there will be hardly no talk of it all just because it's become so politicized. Yeah. I think once a, vi- a vaccine is, is created and approved and everything— I think then it's it's gone. I think it's it's nothing. People don't think of it anymore except it's just like, the, are you going to get the flu shot this year? No, are you are going to get the COVID shot this year? You know, On a I scale think of one to come. 10,
1: where are you right now? As far as? As even thinking about it, daily or just well i mean the mine.
0: you and i we have to put these masks on we're walking up and down the hallway so i think of it that way yes i noticed in the uh the racetrack gas station by my house uh the other day when i went in hardly anybody had the mask on and for a while there everybody had masks on mm-hmm. and uh, that's right there on the interstate so lots of tourists you know back and forth on the interstate and very few had them i had mine on just because i've gotten used to it you know uh restaurants here it's it's so amazing to talk to other radio people in Christmas Christian Radio across the country on these Zoom calls and things we're doing, and to hear how shut down and locked down they still are. Wow! And we look at us here in the South, in Chattanooga and Georgia and places, and we're like, you know, yeah, they've they've got some seats that aren't available and stuff. Uh, Sunday, my wife and I went down to the Blue Plate down in Chattanooga for brunch, and they're not letting anybody sit inside. You had to sit on the patio outside and things. And so um, hopefully all that will be gone here very soon. So, um, Okay, so you alluded to it when we first got talking. The topic for today, or at least this half of the podcast, okay. fall has definitely fallen. And uh, you and I are in agreement, and we prefer spring and summer to yes. fall and winter. Yes.
1: So, yes. with
0: that said, I want us to put these this, this, these op, uh, boundaries in place. We have to be careful, and even when we do our radio shows at J103, you and I have to be careful not to be negative about fall. Truth. Because, like my wife... This is like the heavenly time of the year. This is the time she loves the most. Have you
1: taken her to Krispy Kreme yet for those four different donuts? I have not, dude. There, there are now four different pumpkin spice donuts. There was the original one that everybody's all hip hop about. Right. Then they brought one out last year that was, ooh, this is the mock. And now they got one that's like, it's a pumpkin spice sh- uh, sugar donut topped with, or no, with cream cheese. And now it's got cinnamon smears on top, and then nutmeg.
0: <laughs> that's a heart attack on a plate, right there. <laughs> you know, you know, Amy's
1: going to dig it. So yeah, yeah. take her there. Well,
0: she just had her gallbladder out here recently, so she has to be very oh, careful what kind of right. sugar and fat she eats and things. So with that in mind, uh, it's easy for us to go here. So we're going to go here first. Okay, let's go. here. Why do you dislike fall? so much seriously yeah and then we're going to jump the gun we're going to say okay we're going to be optimistic open-minded right what are the positive things about fall so okay what are the negatives according to you and we'll take it slowly and i'll let you know if i agree with you or not. okay
1: i do not like the leaves changing color
0: okay why
1: i do not like orange or brown it signifies death
0: okay okay now people from all over the country Drive here to our area because we have one of the premier (laughs) leaf-watching places, the Smoky Mountains and all that. I used to think, I I was so funny when I did uh, student ministry and and do a little bit of senior adult ministry, how many churches from down in Florida would load up the buses with senior adults and drive them up here to look at the leaves. Have you ever heard Jim Gaffigan do his thing on fall? He says we're all basically celebrating the death of the leaves and he talks about the leaves hanging there why is everybody looking at me when i'm not you know all this stuff truth um, truth i I would i i do love when you're driving down the road and you see all the reds and the golds and the browns and the yellows and stuff like that down the sequachi you know it's beautiful it really is beautiful it's not my flavor i'd much rather be green and and all of that but i can see where they would say yeah but how long is that though because then, when you're done with that, then you're into my next thing that I don't like about fall. You got to clean that stuff up. Yes. And so you got to rake. You got to rake it all up. I heard somebody on your show talk about why they like raking leaves. Yeah,
1: they love raking leaves so they can have the kids jump in it. And uh, and I'm just thinking to myself, okay, so the kids are going to jump in it, and that means it's going to spread it out again, and that means I got to go back and try again.
0: <laughs> That's right. Or I have a bad memory as a child of jumping in a pile of leaves. There have been cats that were in those leaves there, and uh, they left some prize, some surprises behind. Oh my behind. gosh! So I came out of the leaves after jumping the pile. I was like, what? "This isn't mud. What? What is this?" Uh, oh, it was gross. It oh was gross. Oh my gosh! So yeah, leaf raking. You don't like the color of leaves. I, I kind of can see that. And the
1: next thing is, is you, it's the demise of of the leaves, and now you just got bare branches. Yeah, and everything just kind of turns moldy for a while in my eyes okay let me back up i'm from california yeah i live on the coast of california leaves don't fall
0: it's always green
1: it's always green we have evergreens i mean we have oaks and we have evergreens and that's it so the only way you could tell it was fall seriously where i was is the fog stayed in an hour longer it's like oh it's 10 o'clock oh the fog's still in must be fall but that's it but the leaves don't fall yeah so when i came back here i was just like yeah, this, uh, I don't know about
0: this. <laughs> but now, I'm going to jump jump a, um, a curve here for a second. Got it. To me, I, I love you. I've been to California, I don't know, maybe five times my whole life, you know, visiting, just visiting type things. Uh, never more than a week. I was out there in San Diego for a week. One time. It was very beautiful. Yes. Did not care for the ocean there, though. Why? Because it was cold. And this was in the middle of the summer. Okay. And it was I got in the water. I'm like, "Woo! This is chilly," you know, compared to what it is on the coast of Florida and down the okay, Atlantic yeah. coast and things. A whole lot warmer in the Gulf and warmer on the Atlantic coast. This in the Pacific, but I did love the climate and everything out there. It was beautiful. Went to see the sea the seals at uh, La Jolla yeah. uh, Beach and everything yeah. there, and and all that was pretty cool.
1: Let's go back to fall for a second, though. Yeah. I got another thing. Yeah. I don't like the foods this time of year.
0: Okay, yeah. So I'm not a big pumpkin eater. Oh my! Gosh. I don't like pumpkin pie. No. But I will tell you now, I've got some friends of ours that make those pumpkin rolls, where it's kind of that sponge cake kind of pumpkin. It has the cream cheese you mentioned inside of it. I ain't digging it. That's good stuff. I, you, you just need to have the right one of those. I okay, if, if because you... it's not real. It's not. It's not the spice. It's not that that Ugh. that. Uh, what's what is the spice? Nutmeg. Nutmeg. It's not nutmeg. Are you into nutmeg? Nothing, no, not really. Are you into mace? i've never been shot with any
1: no uh, no i meant have you ever have you ever smelled mace corn no mace m-a-c-e
0: i don't know that i have
1: oh my god well that's a stuff they spray in your you know but there it's actually a spice that you use wow. well my mom had it and she would drag it out at this time of year oh my and just to me i meant i don't like squash i don't like pumpkin i don't like anything to do i mean i can't eat turkey so, you know, that's kind of a um, um terrible thing and but that nutmeg and that mace is just nice so aye.
0: you know squash I do like I like s- squash I like it sauteed I like it steamed and things like that I can have that to me that's a summer food though too you eat that all you know in the summer because uh, we pull it out of our garden but yeah I'm just not I'm just not a pumpkin guy now I will tell you this when I was in Jamaica on a mission trip one time all right we came back to the camp after going to church one of the Jamaican churches and the chef had made for us grilled cheese and pumpkin soup. Now, this is in the middle of the summer in Jamaica, and the first thing that ran to my mind was, we're going to have soup on a daylight like today, as hot as it is, you know, yeah. I'm sweating here. That was some incredible soup. It was real creamy, and, you know, it just didn't taste like a pumpkin pie, nutmeg, or anything like that, nowhere near that. So, the
1: only thing that's cool about this time is candy. That's about it. The
0: candy. What's your favorite fall candy?
1: Um, You're not a candy corn eater, are you? You know what? There actually is a decent candy corn out there. What is it? It's blueberry cobbler. Blueberry cobbler, candy blueberry corn. cobbler, candy corn. I can't stand candy corn by itself. I think it's absolutely disgusting and probably now. If I had an original candy corn from when it was first made back in the '30s or something like that, and it wasn't all this
0: artificial, synthetic
1: stuff. stuff yeah. but no, there's a blueberry cobbler. Um, candy corn out there you gotta check it out it's pretty okay. hardcore
0: so um you don't like the nutmeg so none of the pumpkin spice no, stuff you no. know pumpkin spice lattes and i'm not a coffee drinker so that doesn't do anything no, for, me. Does for me and uh um you know pumpkin spice toilet paper and toothpaste and all that stuff but anyway you know um what foods do you like to eat in the fall and when it turns cold
1: uh let's see what is
0: good? Do you like soups and chilies
1: yeah no well i don't really like chili that much um, uh, I think that there's something out there called a Brunswick stew that yes. comes out this time of year. Yeah.
0: Well, it's it's all year long. Epic well, well, Kentucky. Is. Isn't there
1: supposed to be one where everybody gets together and throw it in a big giant pot and they all sit around? Okay, well, let me back up. When I was in North Carolina before I married Beth, I was going out with this young lady, a nice Christian woman, and she invited me to a Brunswick party, and they had this huge pot. I mean, it's something like you see— gosh, you know, that witches, you know, sit there and stir and (laughs) things like that. But I meant they would just toss everything on planet Earth in this thing and sit there with this huge, huge ladle that almost looks like something that you put in to take a pizza out of the oven and stir it up. And then they would can it. But we would have some.
0: Yeah. Brunswick stew in in Louisville, where I grew up, actually I'm getting that confused with burgoo. Burgoo is where you take barbecue and you know pulled barbecue, pulled, okay, and and then you make that into a soup. Yeah, my with attention veg, stuff like that. How is that? Oh man, that's that's good stuff. See right now, there. that's
1: what I need to have. Yeah, I mean, if burgoo is this time of year, then let's that's yeah, But
0: you don't like chili. You're not a chili. I'm
1: not really hype, but well, you know, I don't know. I haven't had chili in so long. Beth makes this Moroccan chili, which is just a whole bunch of spices and lentil beans and stuff like that, and uh, that ain't my flavor.
0: I get you know you haven't had. Chili with big old chunks of ground beef in it, no. or, or things like that, no. and spaghetti noodles. What? And, uh, oh yeah, that's chili. Yeah, that's chili, man. See, that that is just chili. sounds
1: like spaghetti with
0: <laughs> a bean. Or Have something you ever like eaten that. a skyline chili up in Cincinnati and up in Ohio? No, up that way. So you do what's called chili five way five way yeah it's got the ground beef it's got the onions it's got the cheese it's got the um the noodles spaghetti noodles and i'm trying to think of what the fifth thing is in there um but yeah man good stuff my wife will make a uh um a chili and we'll put corn chips in it and sour cream and some jalapenos and things Mm -hmm. so anyway all right back to things we don't like about fall have we we narrowed it up there the number one thing for me we haven't touched on yet what the fact that in just a little bit I'm going to wake up in the morning, and I'm going to come in here like it's dark, like it always do. Yeah. Year-round, it's dark when right. I come in here. And then, if I end up staying later than what I normally do, working on a project, working some here, by the time I get in the car to head home, the sun's already going down. Oh, dude. And you, I know, and oh. when you get down here in the afternoon, oh, I can't stand it. that it's like, it's like we have 12 hours of daylight and 12 hours of darkness. Oh. And then before long, it's more darkness than daylight. Yes. And uh, I, I just, that's my number one thing. I mean... I don't like cold. I'd rather be hot. I'd rather be warm. But I can put on a sweatshirt and a jacket. And there's something cool about putting on a sweatshirt, you know, I guess. But uh, but guess. When it gets, it's just the dark. I just don't like the dark.
1: Dude, I'm at 5 o'clock in the afternoon and it's pitch. Yeah. And you're just like, what a waste. I, I cannot do anything right now. I can't go out hiking. You yeah. know? Oh, I could if I had a headlamp or something like that. But who wants to go out at you know in 40-degree weather with a headlamp at 5 o'clock in the afternoon and go hiking? I mean, right. that is... And I, yeah.
0: Idea. Yeah. All right. So, anything else? Anything else you dislike about fall? Hold
1: on. Let me think. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that. Uh, no, I I think that's about it. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So that's fall. That's what we don't like about fall. Now we're going to show you that we're we're a couple of cool guys here. We're mm-hmm. open minded. We love our listeners. We love you for listening to our podcast here. And you may be a fall fan. You may love fall. So I want us to do the positive thing now and think of some things we like about this time of year. And I know it's going to be hard for you, Brad. What are some things that you and I like about fall?
1: Well, you know, at this time of year, though, I mean, comes Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving means that we get to hang out with the kin, Beth's kin down in Alabama, Okay. And uh, <clears throat> that's always something I really look forward to is going down there, taking the bike, and just hanging out with their, the cousins and stuff like that. So, yeah, family time. I mean, this is when we start really uh, focusing on the, the family, I guess you could say. Okay. And, you know, Football? Football. Football's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, I, I really don't have a football team that <clears throat> that I vote for. I mean, I just enjoy the camaraderie of watching it. That's yeah. that's pretty fun. You're a
0: USC guy, aren't you? Though USC, yeah, USC football, U- USC Univers- University of Southern California.
1: University of spoiled children. Is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> never heard that before. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, no, San Diego State. San Diego State. Yeah, the okay. Aztecs. So, right. you know, and I admit they're good. So, you know, we we follow them. And they're in the Mountain League now, which is kind of weird. But yeah. besides that. But if I had to vote for somebody here, I usually vote for Alabama. So, really? You yeah. picked
0: Alabama over Tennessee or Georgia? Yeah, I do. Because, see, I'm a Louisville, Kentucky fan. So, you know, I, I really don't have a dog literally in the fight. I have a, I have
1: a story for you. Yeah. When I was at uh, WFMF in Baton Rouge uh, back in 94, Nick Saban was the coach for LSU. Right. And so LSU played uh, College Station. And I made a bet with a College Station night guy over there that whoever won the game would have to do something silly. And so um, you can't find pictures on the Internet about this, but um, I lost, and so I had to go to a club in, in College Station on a Saturday night, and I had to wear only um, briefs that had college state uh texas a&m on them oh yeah they painted my body up and they put me in a cage in the middle of the floor
0: wow yeah fun 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 no pictures was that pre-jesus
1: uh no actually <laughs> no no you know i bet that's what he's I. Re- he's to. repented of that since yes, then i'm definitely. sure
0: all right what do i like about fall i like fall most because my wife loves fall And for her, she just gets into it. She loves the cooler weather. She doesn't like hot weather. Um, She just enjoys it. She loves – her mood just change and lightens up when it gets cooler and things. And uh, she would like to, oh, back to the negative negatives. i got to winterize my boat. And so I can't take the boat out on the lake. That's another big negative for me. So it just sits in the garage all that time. Although they tell me if I'll get – on the harley a whole lot more and go riding during this time of year this is the best time to ride a harley oh yeah motorcycles. oh yeah dragon's tail i'll get well i don't know that i'll I'll be there for a while that level but uh, we'll get there um what else do we like about fall um you know i i guess I, i i agree with you with the family because um, Thanksgiving's coming up. I love Thanksgiving. I love, you know, and then we get into Christmas, which is actually still kind of fall, but winter, kind of the same thing, kind of mixture there um, along those ways. But okay, have we done a good job of uh, destroying fall? And bringing bringing ourselves back. And bringing ourselves back in the eyes of our our ears, of our listeners. I think so. Okay. All right. Let me remind you of something that goes good with all seasons, okay, every single season, and that's J Radio. J Radio is something that we are super excited about and so grateful that God has raised up here. If you think about it, you may be listening to this podcast on your computer. You may be listening to it on your phone, you know, something like that. There's times when you're not near the FM radio, which is what J 103 was started to do. We started J 103 Radio. So what do you do when you're away from the radio? Or what if, you know what, you want some different types of music? Like maybe you want to listen to Southern Gospel or you want to listen to some some Christian country music. You want to listen to uh, some Christian hip-hop music or or some of your favorites. You can do that with J Radio because there's hundreds of playlists, all curated, safe for the family. You're not going to have to worry about an obscene song being dropped in the middle of of the songs you're listening to. And if you're tired of listening to me and Brad, you can actually – toggle us off That's the announcers right. so brad has playlists on j radio i have playlists on j radio there's christmas music on play on j radio and all those things so check it out you can go to jradio.com and sign up there's a free subscription or you can get a premium where you get all these really cool super features um and then download the apps from the Apple iTunes Store and the, uh, um, from the Android Store, and you'll have J Radio. All right, speaking of music, speaking of, of radio, um, Brad, you and I are the radio guys here at the, ranch, the Radio Ranch. What song, are, current song are you digging and why? If you need a second to think about, it, I got, I've got one ready. Go ahead. All right, the Chris Tomlin Lady A new song. Hmm. Um, Chris Tomlin put out a new album, and it's a bunch of duets with a bunch of different country artists who are Christians, like Florida Georgia Line, Thomas Rhett, uh, Lady A, and others. And he the the song that we're playing right now by that from that album is "Who You Are to Me." And it reminds me over and over and over again of all the different things that God is to us, how he loves us, how he's our provider, how he's our protector, how he cares for how he's a defender, and all of that. Because if we get stuck, just think, Jesus is my Savior. No, he's so, he is, but he's so much more than that, and that's what that song reminds me of. Torn Wells, famous for. Oh, okay. Now, we were late to the party on that song, added that song a little later. Why, why is that song? You... Uh,
1: just, I mean, if you just understand the meaning of it, it's, you know, if you read through the Bible, um, you know, in the book of, actually, Habakkuk, you know, it it's one of those things where what is God famous for? Well, he's famous for shutting the mouths of the lions and, you know, taking the Philistines out in in, in a heartbreak. What is he famous for? The biggest thing I think of is he ran after the prodigal son. He ran after the prodigal son. And, you know, that's in three different gospels, uh, the good news of Jesus. And I thought that was just—just hearing that, it's just like, you know, everything that we read in in the good books, you know, just— applies to us and i think yeah. that's awesome
0: it's a good song torn wells yes. and also jen goodman who sings that goodness of god song that we're <laughs> playing also she's in there as well all right um health and fitness teacher uh, brad and i are both kind of uh healthy guys we like to exercise we're also pretty strict in our diets yes. uh, brad a whole lot more so than i am but i'm i'm uh, i'm pretty buckled in dialed in here um so every month we want to share with you some different tips and stuff. Brad, anything from the trail or anything you want to share? Yeah,
1: yeah, got some. It's got some. Uh, got some good stuff for you. Um, this is a, a good time to uh, get out. Like I said, uh, the weather is getting cooler. We still got some green on the trees. Probably for like another good month or something like that. You can probably go out and and enjoy. And uh, just want to uh, be aware that this is uh, this is yellow jacket season now. You know so. Be aware of that. At least they are not the
0: killer hornets, though.
1: Yeah, the killer hornets are not here yet. They, <laughs> they, I think they come in, in in three weeks now. Okay, I, I okay. believe. So yeah, um, make sure you wear some bug spray out there. And, and the ticks are, are 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 getting light, but they're still out there. And and uh, I had a friend that uh, got bit by a tick, and now they can't have meat. And that's the Lone Star tick, and they're pretty prevalent around here. So make sure you get the Bens. That's what I recommend, or the Ultra Thon, and then. Um, when you guys do the GORP thing from now on, uh, make sure that you're adding some uh, dates in there, too. That takes a lot of sweetness out. So I know I hate to say this. Take out the M&Ms and put some dates in, and you'll be all... All, all
0: right. Tell, tell me what GORP is, those that don't know what GORP is. Go, well,
1: um, I apologize completely. GORP is what we call trail food, and it's a mixture of nuts and seeds and dried fruits. Like trail mix. Yeah, like a trail mix. Okay. Yeah, But they just call it GORP in California.
0: Okay. Yeah, on trail. Okay.
1: So, yeah, and, and if you could do that, that that'll that cut down on the sugar, and you're not going to get those um, those sugar rushes that you think that you need on trail. So, yeah,
0: dates. That kind of ties into my uh, health fitness feature for this month here from the gym. Um, my insurance company reached out to me, my health insurance, and I think if you're on the, the company insurance, it's here too, uh, but Real Appeal. It's called Weight Loss Support Coaching. Once a week, I log on to a group. Uh, chat type thing with a coach, a fitness coach, and they talk me through, and I've got this app, and they're, they're sending me this big, giant box. as a, a scale and a food scale and uh, exercise bands and all this kind of other stuff. But the app that we download, the Real Appeal app, um, every single day, I'm logging my food. Anything that goes in these lips goes in my food tracker. Wow, okay. I My sweet spot, I, I told them what goal I wanted to get down to, uh, and so they did that where I currently was, and they said basically my sweet spot calorie-wise, 1,853 calories a day. Wow. That's how many calories I can have a day. And so every day I log in what I'm having for my meals, and so for example, I'm and I'm still I'm still intermittent fasting, so I don't eat before noon and I don't eat after eight. So wow. for example, this morning uh, for breakfast, I just had one of those Bang creatine drinks that, that I, I drink every day. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, because I, I do after my workout, I do that creatine. One of those
1: like sixteen ounce Bangs. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh my that big there. gosh. But no calories, no calories whatsoever, and Absolute. plus I don't drink caffeine or things like that. So it's like that's my coffee in the morning. It gets me. And gone. how do you feel after but, that? Oh, I'm great. No crash. No crash. Really? No, no hyper. No nothing like that. I still it got mine in the fridge. Keeps me going. Oh, you need to you need to down that man. That one I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah you try fridge. that. And then for lunch today. I had a couple of the uh, the Fit Crunch bars. Uh, Chef Robert Irwin um, is, uh, um, in fact, I'm putting them in right now as we speak. Um, hold on here, just a second. Fit Crunch. I'm typing uh, on my phone. Uh, there they are. And so I had I had two of those because they were the smaller ones. Okay. So so far today, so far today, I've had breakfast. I've had lunch. And I have 1,473 calories to go. To go? To go. And so I know for dinner tonight, we're having barbecue baked potatoes, leftover pulled pork that I made from the night before, or I actually made Sunday. We had barbecue last night. Big baked potato, and it'll determine whether I can do the cheese and sour cream and stuff like that. So it keeps up with that. If you will keep up, I guarantee it, if you will keep up with everything you put past your lips, you'll be able to stick to a diet because especially if you're tracking your exercise, this app also tracks my steps so far today. And my goal is 3000 steps a day. Right. I've doubled and tripled that every day uh, since I've been there. today. I'm right now sitting here this afternoon. It's two o'clock here. 2475 steps is what I've walked so far today. Wow. Um, you know, again, I start early, you know, here in the office and walk around 1.2 miles is what I've walked so far today. Just here at the office. Wow. Um, and so, but you keep up with all that, and then when you get to that point where you're like, you know what? I think I really could eat that bag of M and M's right now, or that, that Snickers candy bar, or that Krispy Kreme donut you were talking about. First thing is you go to your coach, your rally coach app. It's like, okay, if I eat that, that means I can't have this, or I mm. can eat that. It just mm-hmm. makes you start thinking. So, I'll tell you, my goal was to get down to 189 by December 31st. Right. I'm already past that. Oh, my, honor to you. When I stepped on the scale today, I was cuz I put my weight in every day. Okay, so I'm 189.1 oh, is wow. what I was today. Okay. So I've readjusted my goal, and my goal by December 31st is to get down to 185.
1: Okay. Well, that shouldn't be the that hard Yeah, be I don't think so all.
0: either. So anyway, just keep up with it. If you need help, if you're having a hard time losing weight and things, then you may want to just keep track of what you eat. Just keep a little diary. You don't have to have an app. Just write it on the phone. Go to calorieking.com. That's another good app or a website that you can use. It'll tell you anything that you're eating and what calories are in it. So, right <laughs> um, All right. Favorite food that you've had recently?
1: Favorite food that I had recently? Recently. Oh, um... Good gravy! Let me think.
0: Good gravy! Was that it? No. Oh, okay.
1: No, no. I had this brisket when I was on vacation. It was from the Hungry Hog Barbecue. Oh, there you go. Which is outside of probably about forty miles east of Ella Um and I've had brisket before. And you know, if you cook brisket too long, it gets yep. dry. And sure, yeah. This was just perfect. It just melted. And the way that I eat brisket, um, you know, when I go to a barbecue joint, I I don't say, hey, I'll have the barbecue sandwich. I'll say, I want a pound of pulled pork Mm -hmm. or I want a pound of brisket because I want to eat it. Oh my gosh. I'm salivating already. It was absolute
0: <laughs> it was pink. It was just charred, just yeah. perfectly. They smoked it, then it sounds like it. Ah it Have was a nice little smoke ring around the inside yeah, of the meat. Abs- and I meant
1: it 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 really looked like it was it was from an artisan point of view. I meant they really took a lot of care they just didn't throw it and cut it and right like some places so this brisket hungry hog by the way it's off uh 76 it's okay. off state route 76
0: so good deal my my favorite food recently i have would go great with that brisket and it's the rendezvous barbecue sauce from memphis i was sent a jar by some friends of mine it's barbecue sauce with a little bit of a kick to it okay so it's a little spicy it's got a little spice to it a little kick to it but great. It wasn't, you know, I, I don't like the bar. I can eat them and I like hot stuff, but I don't want a barbecue sauce that's just scalding and you can't taste the meat because it's so hot. Right. I don't like, you know, to this day, I turn my nose up at my wife and other people when I make a nice steak on the grill or the smoker or whatever, and they get out the A1 sauce.
1: Oh! I'm like, oh man,
0: do you not like the taste of the meat? Because you're not tasting anything but A1 is exactly. all you're tasting now. You know, but this sauce had just the right notes to it. It was very good. It complimented the barbecue that we had. So Rendezvous. Have Let's you been it. to Rendezvous yet, by I the have way? not. Dude, it is not. so
1: hard to find. I kid really? Oh, it is. Because I, I
0: saw pictures of it downtown Memphis. It is. Big it, old giant sign and everything. It but, is,
1: but it's still hard to find because when we lived in Little Rock, uh, uh, Beth took me there for my birthday because yeah. she knows I love barbecue. And it must have took us an hour to try to find it. This is oh, before Google, or, you know, Google yeah. Maps. But anyway, Rendezvous, it's the joint. It wow. is
0: really good. Do you remember the movie... Uh, um, National Lampoon's Vacation, yeah. Chevy Chase was it Memphis or no it was St. Louis that they rolled into late at night in the bad neighborhood and while yes. he's asking for directions they're stealing hubcaps and everything yes. off his car so okay I thought that was Memphis there for a minute but hey listen this is one of the podcasts that we provide here at Partnership Christian Media there's others there's uh, work tech fun there is uh, um, one that uh, uh, they, they talk about different things going on with Brett and and, uh, and Jared and then there's also one that we have called the intersection of faith and culture where me and Katie. Smith, just kind of jump in the middle of a current situation or or thought or something that's going on in the culture that, honestly, as a Christian— we probably will stand out or stand against. And so we talk about that. How do you survive in that world? So check it out wherever you get podcasts from, the intersection of faith and culture. All right, as we wrap things up here for this edition of Hafa Day, we always end it with would you rather. So Brad, I've got a couple of them here. Would you rather, and again, you can't just pick one of the two. You have to give me a reason why. Right. Would you rather travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget or... Stay in only one country for a year, but live in luxury.
1: No, I, I, I shoestring baby. And I was talking to I was talking to Beth about this the other day because I was just kind of sitting there staring off into space. And she's like, "Well, what are you thinking about?" And I said, "I'm thinking about when we went to Alaska. I'm thinking about when we went to Alaska, and I can see the White Mountains right now, and I can see that that wonderful bakery that we stopped by and in, enjoyed the you know the the, the real bear claws and, and looking out <laughs> over the 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 bay." And so I would rather go everywhere on pennies than live somewhere a life of luxury.
0: Yeah. I I would pr- I could see the benefits of that. But I would probably pick staying a, in a country for a year and have that luxury. Not saying that I would use all the luxuries there, but I would prefer to be in the culture for a year mm-hmm. to learn everything it is, learn, meet friends and, and things like that and not have to worry about money and finances. If you want to go try this barbecue restaurant, you just go and try it. You know, you don't have to budget it or anything like right. that. Would you rather be able to go to any theme park in the world for free for the rest of your life mm. Or eat for free at any drive through restaurant for the rest of your life?
1: Eat free at any drive through <laughs> restaurant. I love me some Cedar Point, Knott's Berry Farm, Magic Mountain, Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, Six Flags Over America. But when I'm hungry, I need to eat.
0: Yeah. And, and honestly, if you're looking at it from a monetary sense, I mean, unless you live in Orlando or yeah, something really. like that. You definitely get your money's worth out of driving through all the drive through restaurants. Yes, Think there's some it.
1: great drive through restaurants
0: Yeah, Chick-fil-A out there. for life, for free. Well, I don't exactly. know about that. <laughs> there's a lot of people here that we just hit the cord with them, for sure. Yes. All right, last one here. Um, actually, no, we already did that one there. No, we didn't. Here we go. Would you rather travel the world for a year, all expenses paid, or have $40,000 to spend on whatever you want? Right oh. now, I come up to you, I say, Brad... I'm going to let you travel the world all year long, and I'll pay all the expenses, or I'm going to give you $40,000 cash right now, and you can do whatever you want with it. What
1: do you think I would do? I think you travel. You're right. Would you, Ellie? You're right. We are so looking forward to going to New Zealand. We're tasting it right now. I meant, yeah. I meant that's our next big trip. We're going to New Zealand and Australia. So, yeah.
0: I would do the same thing. Dude. I would do the same thing. $40,000. i would be in, be in Hawaii, Australia. Yeah. I'd be over in the Maldives and, uh, and different places like that. Dude. And uh, if Amy wants to make a trip back up to Alaska, we would for a couple of days. You know, that type thing. You know, it's um,
1: it's one thing. And I don't know if you agree with me or not, and maybe you do, but an experience it has a lot more... Um, value, value. I guess you can say than something yeah. tangible.
0: That's the whole basis of that question. There, that just that just unveiled to our audience and to each of us what we value more: experiences yes. or things. Yes. And for me, it's experiences. Yeah,
1: I to- total experiences because you can always look back and say, "Remember when yeah. we did this?" Where if you have something tangible, you don't. And I was talking to Beth about this the other day. I said. And, and and this was part of the conversation. I said I'm sitting there, you know, reminiscing about when we went to uh, when we went to Alaska. But I never go to her and say, you know, I'm just thinking about that tape recorder I had back in <laughs> 1985. I'm yeah. just, you know, just kind of reminiscing about that. I No, you don't reminisce about things. Yeah. You know, unless you lost it. Then you know, if you had like a 67, you know, uh, or a 69, you know, roadster Camaro. Right. Then yeah, but. No, I meant there's just so much more in the world out there that we need to explore. Even
0: this past weekend, I experienced something. I entertained the Antique Car Club of Chattanooga over at Ridgedale Baptist here, their outside pavilion. Okay. Great people. All of them. I mean, there was probably a couple people at my age, 53 years old, but everybody else is older. They all had their antique cars out there, and they were beautiful. And while I was waiting for my turn to entertain, they had their business portion of their meeting and they had barbecue great barbecue from schufert's by the way great yes, stuff Shuford's. and uh, um, and they talked about all the upcoming things that they were doing and this and and I got a, I, I went home and I told Amy I said I just caught a glimpse of something that I think may make retirement fun. And I said we need to get a antique car of some kind Corvette convertible the batmobile is what i'd really like to have from the Radio. old tv show i Come found on. somebody they can build one of those for a hundred thousand dollars okay with all the buttons and everything um but uh, and then just have that car because what that car club does is every couple times a month they'll meet they'll say hey we're gonna meet at the brainerd road walmart everybody meet there at uh 9 45 we're pulling out at 10 Okay. And then whoever the trip leader is, they planned everything. Like so, said, okay, we're going to drive up to Dayton. We're going to eat at the uh, Screen Door Cafe. Nice. Then we're going to drive over to the Cookie Jar over in uh, um, oh, uh, the Cookie ca- with well, the Cookie in, Jar and Dunlap? Dunlap over there. Okay. We're going to park the cars there for about an hour and blah blah blah, you know. And we're going to drive through. You're not going to like this part, all the leaves and everything and that well, kind of stuff. But it's a day. It's an adventure. And I see them all hanging out together, and I see them eating together, and I see them parked there with their cars, and they're wiping them all down and stuff. It's the experience. Yes. And that's what I, I like hope. like that. Well, whether you like fall or not, whether you uh, uh, like the trail or you like going to the gym or whatever, or whatever the case may be, we hope that your life this next month, until we meet it begins is full of some great experiences with your family. Anything else you got to say, Brad, before we sign off for half a day this time? Happy fall, y'all. <laughs> Is that what they say around here? I think so. I think so. But you're awful funny sounding when you say it. <laughs> you have been listening to the Ted and Brad Hoffa Day podcast.